0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Inside Purple and Gold. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Inside Purple and Gold. I'm Dane Mizutani. Tom Schreier is not here today. He is still the co-host but this morning he will be at TCO Performance Center in Egan hunting down the coordinators, talking to them. Um, The turnaround's a little too quick, so you just got me this morning. But we've done this before. I've flown solo before, and uh, I think we've become pretty good friends. So just wanted to chat with you guys today with the Vikings hosting the Jets on Sunday. You know, me and Tom talked Tuesday. We kind of teased that game a little bit. Um, I think the last segment we did, we talked about you know the games on the schedule that scare us most. <clears throat> and I don't think either of us overlooked this game. We didn't list this game as as a game that scares us most of the remaining games left on the schedule. I think Tom said the Lions game next week. I said the Packers game in week 17. We didn't list this game because we thought the Vikings were going to get up for the Jets. Um, the games that scare us most on the schedule, I think both of us were, these are trap games. These are games the Vikings might overlook. Um, these are in-division games against teams that are down this year that that maybe the Vikings are going to take for granted as an automatic win um, when, when really they shouldn't. Um, this Jets game, I think it's one that they're going to come out ready for to understand kind of the task at hand this is kind of the culmination of that, that month long stretch that we talked about that could define the season for the Vikings. You know, they entered that bills game seven and one three weeks ago, beat the bills came back, got annihilated by the Cowboys at home four days later, beat the Patriots in impressive fashion on Thanksgiving. And here we are about nine, 10 days after that heading into the Sunday night game or the Sunday afternoon game. It didn't get flexed. It should have, um, instead, we'll have to watch Dallas versus Indianapolis on Sunday night. um the the Vikings Jets game seemed like a natural, you know candidate to get flexed. Um, the Vikings at nine and two, the Jets impressively at seven and four. Um, I think a lot of people forget um that the Jets are not this walkover pushover team anymore. Um, that's why I'm excited for this weekend's game. Um, I think Sunday will be a good test for the Vikings. Another opportunity for them to kind of put a signature win on their resume. They don't really have, they have signature wins to this point. That's, uh, you know, the bills game, the Patriots game on Thanksgiving, but they don't have a signature victory in which they've just dominated from the onset. Um, I think that is possible this weekend. I think that's something the Vikings should shoot for this weekend, I think when you're hosting a team like the New York Jets at home and and I'll get into Mike white in segment two, I want to talk about that. Um, But Mike white's the starting quarterback of that team. He's got a lot of hype around him right now after replacing Zach Wilson last week, playing really, really well against the bears. Um, I think he's getting a little bit too much hype for what he did against the Chicago bears, considering the bears had, I think maybe one NFL player in their entire secondary. Um, a lot of injuries there. They're basically putting that thing in reverse right now, trying to get a high draft pick to to surround Justin Fields with. <clears throat> so the defense left a lot to be desired last week for the Chicago Bears, but Mike White lit him up. Um, so I think he's gotten a lot of hype this week. But if you're a Vikings team hosting the Jets, hostile environment against a guy in Mike White who – Maybe is a good quarterback, maybe isn't. Um, I think this is a game you should look at as, like I was talking about, a game where you finally put together a full 60 minutes and you, from the opening kickoff to the final buzzer, dominate the game. Um, That's on the table this weekend for the Vikings. It's what they should be shooting for. The biggest matchup this weekend, though, I know. I just did a little tease to the Mike White segment that we're going to talk about. <clears throat> the Jets' defense this year is what's carried them to a seven and four record, and more specifically on that defense, it, the defense as a whole is very, very good. Um, Robert Sala has been playing very, very well. Uh, he he he's someone who I think a lot of people looked at him as as a head coach and said, "Is he is he really good?" Because his first couple of years. We're very, very shaky, Um, but the Jets as a whole were kind of a disaster to walk into. So defensive minded coach and Robert Sala has the entire defense playing well, but the guy who makes this thing go already in his rookie year, I think we're 12, 13 games, you know, week 12, week 13 sauce Gardner, number four overall pick in the 2022 draft cornerback out of Cincinnati. I think his stats coming out were, were insane. He like didn't allow a touchdown last year throughout college. Not sure he allowed many touchdowns in in his entire college career. Basically just took away one half of the field in college um, as a six foot three, 200 pound specimen, um, you know, for Cincinnati and has come right to the NFL and done the same thing. Uh, Sauce Gardner, as crazy as it sounds has established himself as one of the best cornerbacks in the league already. Um, There are some people that think he is already the best cornerback in the league by himself. Pro football focus has already, you know, the stats that they do, the analytical breakdowns that they do um, have deemed sauce Gardner, the best cover corner in the NFL already um, with what he's done with his body of work so far. Um, he's a lot. He hasn't allowed a touchdown reception on him you know in man coverage or where he's the closest defender since week 2 um that was to Amari Cooper in the Cleveland in the game against the Cleveland Browns and if you go back and watch that that touchdown I watched it this morning um it's technically Sauce Gardner's fault or I think that's <clears throat> he gets the blame for that um but it's a gray area um there I think he passed him off to a safety and um, it wasn't like he just got beat one on one um I'm heaping all this praise on sauce Gardner because he's going to shadow Justin Jefferson this weekend. Um, And that's a matchup. I think everyone needs to be privy to heading into the Sunday game and in a matchup that over the course of the Sunday game, if you don't know who sauce Gardner is, um, if you don't know who sauce Gardner is, you're probably more of just a casual Vikings fan um, because he's already established himself as a household name. But if you don't know who sauce Gardner is, you will you know, by Sunday, three o'clock, after he's had three hours to go up against Justin Jefferson. Cannot wait for that matchup. That is, I think. And I don't know if it's fair to say that's where the game is going to be won, because I think there is a world in which sauce Gardner bothers Justin Jefferson and other players on the Vikings step up, whether it be Dalvin cook, Adam Thielen, TJ Hawkinson, who me and Tom Schreier talked a lot about in, in Tuesday's episode. It's something where we look at this matchup as this could decide the game. And we say that because it's two superstars going up against each other. Um, I think the Vikings have a little more to give offensively, even if you are able to bother Justin Jefferson. But that matchup right there, I think, is is, is the, the key one you know, to the game this Sunday and something that I think will be worth kind of the price of admission at U S bank stadium, just watching Justin Jefferson and sauce Gardner go at it, you know, here and there, every play, Um, you know, teams don't really target sauce Gardner at this point um, in his career. It's not as much as, as Daryl Revis where, you know, it was Revis Island. He was getting one, two targets a game. You know, Sauce Gardner here and there will will get, you know, a game, three targets, five targets, seven targets. Um, But as I was mentioning, he doesn't allow a lot of yards Um, against the Bears, one catch for 31 yards against the Patriots, two catches for, for 19 yards against the Bills. That was Stephon Diggs. He shadowed him most of the game, one catch, 45 yards. Patriots, this is a funny stat. Two catches for, for negative four yards. All of these things I'm listing are when Sauce Gardner is the closest guy in coverage, when it's his man. Broncos targeted him 10 times, four catches, 16 yards. Packers, one catch, eight yards. Dolphins, three catches, twenty-six yards. Like y- you throw at this guy, you don't get a lot of production. Um, you know, I'll just finish it up. Steelers, two catches, nine yards. Bengals, two catches, fifty-one yards. Browns four catches, 33 yards in the Ravens, one catch, eight yards. So if you throw his way, you know, to this point, it doesn't look like you're going to get a lot of production out of it. Um, those stat breakdowns brought to you by bring me the sports Joe Nelson wrote a a good article about sauce Gardner and and Justin Jefferson go give it a read he did a lot of the digging for those stats um, and I think that was helpful to kind of show the impact that he's had sauce Gardner's had um, to this point in the season however this will be his toughest test yet Justin Jefferson not only is he in my opinion starting to established himself as the best receiver in the league. He's playing out of his mind right now. He really is. Um, he was, he was outstanding on, on Thanksgiving against the Patriots, really willed the Vikings to that game. And I know Kirk cousins played very, very well in prime time. I would say arguably his best performance in prime time, since he's been a member of the, the Minnesota Vikings, but Justin Jefferson <clears throat> is someone who makes this offense go. He is someone who is playing at such a high level right now that I think you almost assume he's going to go for a hundred yards week in and week out. I mean, when he doesn't, um, it's almost a surprise. So that will be sauce Gardner's biggest test to this point in the season. It will also be Justin Jefferson's biggest test to this point in the season. So, I think those two things, those two guys going up against each other at the peak of their primes is something that will ultimately kind of, whoever wins that matchup will have a better chance to win the game. Um, Justin Jefferson one-handed grab against the Buffalo Bills was brought up to Sauce Gardner this week, and he called it a, that was a pretty good catch. Um, that's just the gamesmanship that's going on. That's a cornerback talking about a receiver ahead of this matchup. Um, I think both those guys really respect each other. And I think it's something where both are really looking forward to going up against each other. Justin Jefferson is going to talk later today. I guarantee he heaps praise on sauce Gardner. Kirk cousins did it yesterday. Um, just kind of unfathomable how, how good a young player can be so fast. Um, that was Kirk cousins kind of message, um, about sauce Gardner. So there's not enough superlatives to, to kind of talk about how good this kid is already. Um, but I think this Sunday is going to be a really good test. Something really fun for all of us to tune into. Um, and I can't wait to get there um, and, and see um, the jets as a whole, as I mentioned, though good defense um, across the board. Um, so it's certainly not something the Vikings can take, lightly as okay it's just a jj versus Sauce Gardner matchup um, if they do that if they don't respect this D- jets defense as a whole kirk cousins is going to end up on the ground quite a bit like he did against dallas two weeks ago so vikings they're preparing for for a tough grinded out game against the jets it's, i think all of us are kind of excited for the same thing um, but i think the vikings should look at this game as one where they can finally kind of Put their foot on the gas from the beginning, not take it off and just kind of drive away with 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 a with a impressive victory where they control it from opening kickoff to the final buzzer. Something they haven't done yet. It's something I think is on the table this weekend. Um and I think the Justin Jefferson Sauce Gardner matchup is gonna play a big role in whether they're able to get that done.